0: All right, everyone, welcome back into another PGA DFS video. My name is Eric Paul Zin with Notify Sports. Going to be breaking down the Bermuda Championship here for you guys. And the Bermuda Championship is one of those tournaments in which I kind of like it. It takes place in the fall. It has a lot of lower caliber kind of players in it. Uh, and there's a lot of players that you have to pay off for that you don't really like it. It's one that you have to do a lot of deep diving for to make a good build. And if you do have a good build, it can be rewarding. And that's why two out of the last three years has been a you know tournament that I've really enjoyed because of that. So It is a tournament that can be a little bit risky, I guess, in that sense that you are playing a bunch of unknowns, a bunch of players that are trying to get their careers kind of going or back going or started. But that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it a fun tournament to one, break down and to two, just watch and follow along. So it is one that I'm looking forward to. Hopefully you guys are as well. Uh, This is a tournament, like I said, that you can gain some edge. I do want to talk about gaining an edge real quick, man guys, the coverage thus far this season has been uh, pretty awesome. I, if I don't say so myself. Yeah, there we go. A little pat on the back there. But hopefully you guys have been taking advantage of that. I know it's fall. I know NFL DFS is going on. Um, less attention to the PGA DFS contest. And we're seeing that because there has been some weeks in which probably shouldn't have been able to cash and, and were. So take advantage of that. I do want to point out as well, the ownership leverage tool was pretty spot on uh, with some of the players that are popping up. Um, Kirk Kadiana's. Kirk Kittyama second best leverage play or last week, ended up finishing second place. I mean, that is pretty darn good. Other players were popping up, like Matt Fitzpatrick, uh Terrell Hatton, Billy Horschel were all popping up there. They ended up finishing, you know, better than ownership would have said john rom was a little bit under owned uh and then you had rory properly owned so you know if you're a nine-to-five member make sure to take advantage of those tools if you guys are not a nine-to-five member make sure to join ten dollars a month get you access to the golf part of it which is the core part of the membership and as well we do have the nfl stuff associated with it as well as the nba nfl is the cheat sheet and the lineup optimizer For NBA, it is the cheat sheet. All right, sorry, I know I I don't like to do fluff and that felt, that wasn't fluff. That was actionable stuff. That was just stuff I wanted to touch on just so you guys know kind of what's going on and have that refresher in your brain. Okay. Now let's get into the picks for the Bermuda championship. All right. So just going over the course guys, um, looking at Robert Trent Jones course design, it is a shorter course. Okay. There are Bermuda greens. I'd have to, I have to double check that. Uh, but they are seaside courses. Uh, scoring could be normal to hard. It really depends on the weather and looking at the weather right now, it doesn't look like it's going to be a huge impact. And I say that slightly because it does look like there's going to be thunderstorms, but the wind looks like it's going to be 10 to 15 mile power winds, which isn't too bad. Okay. If it gets to like 15 to 20, then yes, weather is going to play a big role. Um, And if there's a delay because of the weather, that just adds a lot more variance to this tournament than anyone would want. Okay. That would make it very hard to predict. That might make it something in which you have to do some AM and PM splits, unfortunately. Okay. So that might be something that we're looking at having to do as well. The nice thing about this tournament is we have seen it played at the same course the last three years. So we do kind of know what to roll with key stat wise. Uh, You guys will see I'm one of the sides of the the video here. I forget which one it is. Um, The key stats I'm looking at for this tournament, I just still want to go with the general stats for this tournament still early on in the season. I just want to be targeting players that are playing solid golf. Okay, I don't care about a particular key stat we'll say driving distance was a slight key stat. All right, looking at the top four plays in each price point range. So yes, Thomas Dietrich is the highest priced player on the slate, but to me, Thomas Dietrich is an absolute stellar play. Uh, Had a 22nd place finish at this tournament last year. We look at the recent form. The recent form is very solid. It's actually the best in the field, making eight straight cuts in a row. He has the best made cut percentage at 86%, which is kind of low for the best uh, makeup percent uh in the field key stat wise he ranks out really well 13 or better in all the key stats that we're looking at so we look at uh strokes in total second in the field um we look at effective scoring that nine to five stat 13th in the field par five scoring 10th in the field Uh, pretty or better percentage fourth in the field so like all good stuff that we like to see there from thomas Dietrich. he's a player that i am trying to go out of my way to play i would make him a core play as well just so you guys know like he is a standout play and my biggest issue with this slate and i hate to do it to you guys like my my core plays are gonna be the first four players that i touch on okay the next one's gonna be danny mccarthy and my reasoning with the top core plays being the highest priced players on the site is it does get a little bit risky the lower we go on in the price point range so i want to be nailing on two or three players that can really benefit you guys this week okay i don't want to just look at those made cut core plays or those you know too cheap to pass up on core plays that you know will most likely pay off for you focusing on which like top four players that i see are going to help you guys get at least two make cuts for sure and hopefully a top 10 finish and potentially a victory okay that's what i'm looking for so denny mccarthy is kind of one of those players that i'm looking at at this tournament He's has 39th 4th and 15th i mean that's pretty good 39th place finished last year you know oh well the 4th and the 15th we'd love that there from him strose in total over his last 10 starts ranks out fifth in the field there and the birdie percentage over his last 10 starts ranks out 10th in the field so very good stuff there Uh, Top 15 specialist, top 15 course history rank, stat rank, top 30, uh, recent form rank, top 15. Uh, You know, but just good results there from him. We saw that miscut at the Shriners, still an under par miscut. I, typically don't care too much uh, about like those lower scoring events in, in which there is a miscut as long as they were shooting under par you know as long as they're still scoring uh especially in this caliber field where there's going to be a lot of corn fairy tour players and whatnot so danny mccarthy is a play that makes a lot of sense to me on this slate and then justin lower as well justin lower just popping up as a play so he finished 17th at this event last year we look at strokes game total over his last 10 starts ranks out 18th in the field so we like that recent form six best in the field with a 20th a 45th fifth, fourth, and 36th place finish. Obviously good stuff there. If we were to go back further and include the corn Ferry tour, really good. And I think you could kind of make an argument for that. Once again, given the quality of field that we have, you could look at the corn fairy tour start. So at 9.9, Justin Lauer is a play that I absolutely like. Wouldn't it be shocking to see him kind of put everything together and go out and get a win. Okay. He's a top 25 specialist, top 10 in course history rank with that one start. Stat rank could be a little bit better. That's where he ranks out 44th in the field stat rank wise. That is the biggest worry, but he does rank out top 10 in recent form ranks. So, yes, he's a player that I I like a lot on this slate. And then Mark Harbert. Mark Harbert is also a very similar play to that of Denny McCarthy. Those two are pretty much the same play to me, honestly. Mark Harberts went uh, 22nd and 41st at this tournament over the past – three years staff it wise is pretty good though strokes gained total 10th in the field over his last 10 starts effective scoring fourth in the field very good stuff there um you know overall top 10 staff it uh, course history rank overall ranks out 24th in the field specialist rise ranks out top five in the field as well and then recent form rise ranks out top 15 overall ranking out top 10 in the nine to five miles so those are the top plays i see this week especially in that high tier price run range now there are a bunch of quality plays that you can go with in the high tier price run range like i don't mind patrick rogers he should be solid for you guys alex Smalley's the a play that's popping up as well like i'm perfectly fine playing playing him russell knox becomes a little bit more risky but he's someone you can certainly play like russell knox has great starts here 12th 16th and 11th okay it's kind of his specialty is the, these uh seaside courses okay so you know he's someone that you could look at as well recent form is still top 12 in the field even though they haven't been like great starts once again is miscut at the Shriners was still an under par miscut. So like not too terrible there. My biggest problem with this slate is going to be this mid tier price point range. There's not a lot of players that you can really feel gung ho about that you really want to go out of your way to play like sure. uh, Benny Ann like you could play I I don't hate him. I just haven't found a reason to go out of my way to play him. Will Gordon is someone you could look at as well like Will Gordon I'll have five to 10% of finished 34th at this tournament two years ago uh keeps that wise ranks out top 25 in the field recent form has been a little bit better but still not great a lot of those starts are coming from the corn fairy tour so once again if you include the corn fairy tour then yes playing pretty well if you just look at pga tour Okay, does rank out 22nd in the 95 model. He's an okay play. Brendan Wu is someone I'll probably have about 15% ownership to. Brendan Wu finished 34th at this tournament last year. Uh, Pretty good staff at ranking out top 12 in the field. He's actually the best specialist in the field as well, which is pretty awesome there. So we do like that. Once again, the specialist is looking at all the key characteristics for that week's tournament, like weather, like style, of course like scoring type, like location, length of course, greens, course designer, par, a bunch of stuff like that. Okay. And one thing I might include in there as well as tournaments in which had a weather delay what was their average finish in tournaments that had a weather delay. It's just nice to be able to have that data to include that stuff into the specialist tab. So uh nice to see that Brendan Wu is popping up there. Uh 22nd in recent form rank, uh overall ranked out top 10 in the 95 model at 8.4. Yes, I do like him as a play, but once again, I'd much rather just pay up for the guys that I feel most confident about and then just try to find some discounted plays that I think can make the cut. Those plays that, you know, will help you in the sense that they're not going to hurt you, <laughs> if that makes sense. Those are the players I want to be targeting on the slate. So now we're bumping down into the low tier price point tier we can start off with cameron Piercy. cameron Piercy's specialty are tournaments like this you look at the bermuda championship the mayakoba the corrales he tends to play well on these tournaments now yes he missed the cut at this tournament last year but prior to that 26th and 48th place finish key stat wise could be a little bit better uh recent form rise does rank out top 25 in the field so we do like that he's finished 25th 8th missed cut and 26th over his last four starts so like not terrible stuff there from cameron piercey but, you know, it's risky. It's a high price point form. That's the worry. Sam Ryder, a guy that we were on value price point wise last week, just because of the, or at the Zozo Championship, just because of the nature of the event, he did exactly what we wanted to do at that event. Overall, he ranks out top 10 in recent form ranks still because he's been playing really well. Three straight make cuts in a row now. He is someone that I think you can go out of your way to play. At 7.7, he's someone that shouldn't let you down. I'm perfectly fine with him as a play. If you guys end up on him, it does make sense to me. Chesson Hadley's an okay play. Finished 16th at this event two years ago um recent form you know kind of spotty but did finish 37th at the shriners you know even part the sanderson and my under par at the Fortnite championship like not terrible but obviously we, we want those to be make cuts smotherman i don't mind tyler duncan some of that i can easily see making the cut here ben taylor some of that i want to call out as well coming in off of a miscut that's our worry there one bad round okay and still shot under par. So once again, not too worried about it, although slightly worried about it. Besides that, have been playing some great golf overall, ranks out top 10 in the field in recent form rank. Once again, if we were to include the Corn Fairy to his starts as well, he'd be someone that'd be popping up as well. In the sense of how I typically do these videos, he'd probably be someone that would make a core play. You know, in the sense of I'm paying down for him because he should be a strong make cut. And if he makes the cut, I feel good about it. He is someone that also, course history-wise, 49th and 28th place finishes here. So he's made the cut here. Two straight times that he's attempted to so like ben taylor i do like as a price point play i just wish the last time we saw him we had a made cut bryce garnett is a player that i do like just because i think he's going to be able to make the cut at this type of event okay and he does typically play well at these styles of of events you know i talked about uh cameron Piercy. i typically plays well on these type of courses well i think bryce garnett is that same player as well finished 21st at this tournament two years ago and that's his only start here overall looks like a player that across the board is not elite anywhere, but he's not terrible anywhere. Like he is literally a player that shouldn't hurt you. And by that sense, he's going to help you this week in a week in which it's going to be hard to get six for six across the cut line. He does rank out top 20 in the nine to five model this week as well. So like not a terrible price point play and then really value price point wise guys. I really only like Aaron Baddeley who has just been playing well. He played well in the Corn Fairy Tour. Uh, kind of last season, been playing well on the PGA Tour as of recent as well. He, his biggest issue is that he missed the cut at this tournament two years ago. That is what worries me. But at 6.9, you know, you are just hoping for like a made cut if he finishes like 50th or so, like you're not, it's not going to hurt you too much. Obviously, I want to see better stats from him, but really I'm not finding any other like decent enough plays. He's like the only other decent enough play that I could find myself playing. Like Scott Brown, some of that's somewhat popping up, but he was terrible on the Corn Fairy Tour. Like if we take out his Corn Fairy, Tour stuff he's popping up a little bit more but still not someone i'm particularly going out of my way to play not not a sexy play at all so just trying to close out this build for you guys and see if we can do it because like i said kind of an ugly slate honestly maybe i go tyler duncan because i think he'll make the cut and then maybe we go aaron badly like i said it's ugly i don't like doing that but I think that might just be the route that we have to go, at least for a first look build. All right, that's all I have for you guys for this video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you do want to become a nine to five member, the link is in the the description below. It's $10 a month. Get you access to all the golf tools, as well as the NFL DFS cheat sheet and NFL lineup optimizer, as well as the NBA DFS cheat sheet. Check it out if you guys want to. Link's in the description below. If not, give a like and subscribe. That helps the channel out. Let's have a good week, guys. And as always, let's keep cashing.